Nelson Alcoholic Addict. It's not my real name. It's a pen name that I use for my, my newsletter. A little housekeeping first. Um, just a heads up next week. I think I'm going to start publishing on Tuesdays and Thursdays rather than my normal Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Fall just gets crazy at my house. A lot of commitments. So I might be a little bit more strapped for time than usual. So look for that in the coming weeks. Uh, today I wanted to talk about something that I heard recently at a Saturday morning meeting. And it was one of those things that I just... It's so obvious, but I just hadn't taken a step back and just thought about it recently, and it's landing for me right now, a few weeks later. Um, a woman shared that she had had a hectic week, very stressful work situations, financial struggles, some arguments with her kids, all the normal stuff that happens in life, you know, life on life's terms. But at the end, she said, geez, it's, at least it's Saturday morning, I can take a breath and I'm not waking up hungover or still drunk. And it seems straightforward, doesn't it? It's the kind of statement that is just right there, blatant in front of your face. Um, it's so blatant that I wouldn't have thought about it, and I hadn't. And But now that I do, I feel a lot of gratitude. Because Saturday mornings used to be a total dumpster fire for me when I was in active addiction. I was drinking and drugging every day. But I really, really would let it fly on Friday nights because I thought, you know, we're at the end of the week. It's the beginning of the weekend. It felt like work was far off in the distance and that I could just wing it and get away with it. And so I would. I would eat dinner on Friday nights and then wind down from all the pills that I'd taken during the day. And then I'd start cracking beers that evening, you know, 30 plus painkillers already in my system. Keep that in mind. And now I'm drinking. So I would stay up way past midnight. My whole family would go to bed. And I would just, I'd just be getting rolling. Um, I'd usually, usually drink like four, five, six beers, maybe more, uh, and then I would take an Ambien or two. And so I'd try to stay up as late as possible because I wanted to experience the booze and the Ambien mixing together. It was just toxic, uh, really, really dangerous. And so I'd end up. I'd end up puking a lot, passing out, or both. I would puke and then pass out. Uh, I could have died so many times. It's just haunting to think about. When I look back on on drinking and drugging, I realize I could have not woken up many, many times. Um, and if I had died, looking back on my active addiction, it could have happened any day probably. But boy, if I had to bet Based on my behaviors, it would have probably most likely happened at 2 a.m. on a Friday Friday night into Saturday morning. That was my sweet spot for really, really overdoing it. So let me let me stop with the drunkalog and get to my point, which is that I'm 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 so grateful. Um, when what my when my Friday nights used to be like I just described, my Saturdays usually were, you know, I'd wake up at noon, I'd be dehydrated, sick hungover, miserable. My wife and kids had usually already done something fun, gone to a park or the mall completely without me. My wife would say, hey, is everything okay? And I would have to come up with some excuse other than the truth. So I would always say my feet, oh, my feet are bothering me. They kept me up too late, you know. And then, you know, then Saturday afternoon, I'd have to smuggle beer cans and pill bottles uh, over to the gas station near my house without anybody noticing. <laughs> I always, I always think about the poor gas station crew that must have had to empty the trash. I mean, they must have thought Pablo Escobar lived or in the neighborhood somewhere because of the number of pill and alcohol bottles 
that uh, I dropped off every week at, you know, pump number nine. <laughs> so, so to recap, I, I would I would try to wind down on Friday nights from a week at my full-time job by doing basically a part-time job on the side, which was managing, hiding, and continuing my drug and alcohol problem. It was a terrible life. It was terrible for me. It was terrible for my family. It was terrible for the world. And, you know, the, the real sadness for me when I think about Saturdays was all the important moments from my, my two oldest kids' lives that I missed or I was foggy for. You know, I, remember, I vaguely remember them taking their first steps and their first words and their first Halloween costumes. Um, I was never the kind of drunk who, like, disappeared for a week in a hotel room in Las Vegas. It was never like wild and crazy like that. I was always around, but I was never really present. I wasn't actually there. I was in the room, but not paying attention. And, um, you know, I was, I felt, <laughs> it felt almost like a stuffed animal that my family carried around. Um, just completely useless and barely alive. <laughs> so back, back to the original thought, you know, that that's not what my side, that's not what my Saturdays look like in sobriety. And that's a beautiful thing. You know, I usually get up early, go to a, go to a 12 step meeting and I come home and my kids usually have some stuff going on. Last weekend I went to a meeting and I grabbed some Dunkin' Donuts breakfast for everybody. And then went to my youngest daughter's soccer game. She scored eight goals, by the way, I'm just saying, um, played really well. (laughs) And then we had some other family stuff to do afterwards. I watched a bunch of college football games. We had a nice family dinner and we chilled out on Saturday evening. And I'm going to try to remember that thought for a while on Saturdays. For a while. I'm going to try to keep that in my head because I forget I forget sometimes just how ugly it was when I used to throw away what I mean it might be the Saturday might be the best day of the week. It really might be. You know, my Saturdays now are serene and family oriented. Usually try to get some recovery in there, some spiritual nourishment to get it started on the weekend and I love thinking at the about the, um, the contrast of how, how much better that is than the alternative. Sometimes the most basic sober message is, is the best one. It's just like so simple, right? Holy shit, I'm not hungover and I don't have to lie about anything this morning. Yay. That's, I mean, that's, that's something. Oh, it's also, it's also pretty nice that I have <laughs> exactly zero cans or bottles to hide in my neighbor's recycling bins or at the neighborhood gas station. So thanks for letting me share.